Because we made the joke on the podcast. Yes. We did. Okay. Yes. Sir. Episode 69, Nasty Ass Bitches. Word. Word. <laughs> what up, everybody? It's your boy, A Shot of Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, none iller than Scruffzilla in the building, killing shit as usual. And your man, Marius Anthony. And I feel like I'm Goku. That Word was like up. a little strange for me. But I feel I'm, like I'm Goku. We are back once again in this bitch, ready for shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well, that's the stuff. I feel like I should have said that with an English accent. All of the shenanigans. All of the shenanigans. That's like old man English. <laughs> old of the shenanigans. Could be Irish, you know. All of the shenanigans, eh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're back again with some bullshit. Episode 69. How's everybody doing today? How's I feel like I'm Goku. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> uh, there ain't shot. How you feeling today, brother? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm. I'm I think I'm in a different headspace today. That is good. You know, the whole the last week was, um, how do I put it? Last week was was different. Okay. Um, you know, just just different, and I think I dealt with it differently than I have all my other past weeks. So like, I, I'm in a I'm in a, a good headspace. Good. I, I'm kind of charged up. You know, I'm, I'm not so much hype, but at the same time, ready to change some things, make some things happen, make some moves. You know. You ready for the future? I am. All right, I dig it. I love that. I love like, that. I feel like I'm Goku. Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dear, how was your week? You've not already. You feel like you're Goku. I feel like I'm... Okay. <laughs> anyway, what is my week? My week was good. You're an ignorant asshole. I'm, I'm definitely not an ignorant. That's not true. That's just not true. Ignorant. That, that's yeah, a little... That's more accurate. Ignorant. Yeah, that is more accurate. Ignorant. Um, it's been a... Interesting week. If you guys are listening to us now, this is our second episode of the week because we're gonna put out an episode Monday and Tuesday. Word up, because word last up. week I did not put an episode out, so we're gonna put out one Monday, which you guys heard yesterday, and then today. Word up. So, oh, see, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, we we hitting them over the head, double penetration, baby. Yeah, let's m- let's monetize off our laziness. DP. Nice little sixty-nine episode sixty-nine. There you go. I'm, I'm good. At, I'm I good see you on it today. I I'm see good at my job, today. man. I'm doing my job. <laughs> what all done happened this week, man? What, what all done happened? 
great? Not a whole lot, actually. Okay. Not that I saw. Well, there was uh, Tory Lanez and... Right there, but... Uh, well, <laughs> well, okay. Specifically, you the timeline, Maurice. Because you followed this pretty closely. Uh, did I? Uh, well... I know Tory got on Twitter and said something about how he was the best rapper ever. And then Don Q was like, fuck out of here, nigga. I'll beat your ass. And then, like, hours later, he drops his response. No, hours later, he drops the first okay. shot. Yeah. And then, I believe it was three days later, Tory responded, which preceded by a hilarious uh, live on Instagram where he invited Cass... Well, it was Casanova, it was Don Q himself, and then academics. And those who don't know, these are New York-based rappers, but they're they're, they're building. Yes. Yeah. Well, except for Ag. Everybody knows Ag. Well, okay. Yeah. And um, then Don Q responded like the next day, I think. With the this, I think was that the I'm not joining. I'm not joining was first. Was first, and then he then Tory, Tory Lanez dropped Don, Don Queen, and then Don Q responded with "Is this your king?" Yes. or some shit like that. Yes. And then Dream Doll. Dream Doll also got it. Dream Doll. Yeah. Also got it. Because he mentioned, Tory Lanez mentioned her um, in the songs, talking about how um, they fucked or whatever, basically. It was, it was like a one bar type of deal. And she went in and the disc was great. And I was very surprised. Yeah, Dream Doll actually. Yeah, Dream Doll was actually showing out. I mean, that's what happens. I put that pussy on your head. I, I didn't like how loud that ad lib was, though. But that's, how, I mean. Yeah, it was pretty ignorant. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that was the focal point of the record because it was called mm-hmm. "On Your Head," but yeah. which I I, I, I will say I I, I she said you can't fuck niggas. She did say that. I I do want to say that I am interested by the fact that she was using the fact that she fucked Tory Lanez as a weapon towards Tory Lanez. She did, but this is 2019. The hoes be winning, so they use. No, I'm all for it. I just thought it was like. She said that um, he put the Beijing on her, in her thighs or something like that. The Beijing rubbed off on her, on thighs, her thighs is what the bar Which is was. hilarious. And then he sucked her toes through the socks. Yeah. Y'all niggas sucking toes? No. I'm a grown man, but I, I do not do that. Uh, for the right woman, yeah. Oh, you a nasty man. You a nasty man. I mean, I don't really consider that nasty, <laughs> but I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what. Ass move it depends on where her toes look like. I don't know where her bitches, where these bitches' toes been at though. And her toes been in like heels in the strip club. So listen, man. Look. Wait, was Dream Doll was Dream Doll a stripper? Uh, no, she was on Bad Girls Club. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. And she was whooping bitches. Ass. Well, she's on. Well, she was getting her ass whooped most of the time. Though, yeah, pretty much. Uh, was she on and the? Was she on the season with the the most infamous one, not the lump face one, but the big girl? I don't know. I ain't watched that Bad Girls Club in a long time. I don't know. No, but I mean, it was like within the first two seasons. It was like the really big girl and she hosted. Oh, Tanisha? Is that her name? Yeah, Tanisha. No, this is she. Is that the one that was yelling all the time? Yeah. I ain't even no sleep through you. Yeah, and she was banging pots and pans no, and shit. Like, oh, I loved her. I know, but I didn't no, know. I don't know. Like, like came on like way after like one of the last two seasons. Oh, so Bad Girls Club still goes. It's um, not anymore. The oh, last okay. season was the last season. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, she she is now a rapper. She's on the winning team, you know, with DJ Self. She's also, she was on Love and Hip Hop. That's how I know who she is. She also dated Safari for a little short spill. That's good. And apparently she had sex with Tori Lanez. And she had sex with Tori Lanez. And he sucked her feet through the socks. Uh, is there, are there any good dolls? I like Cash Doll. Okay. I think Cash Doll's alright. I like Cash Doll. 
That's the only doll I recognize. There's only... No, there's... Wow, there's Asian doll. Asian doll is fire, I think. Hold on. I'm not a fan of Asian. I'm not a fan of no dolls except Cash Doll. The rest are her daughters. Sorry. That's Cap. No, it's not. There's Asian doll. Cuban doll. There is a Cuban Uh, doll, because that was the one with Offset, right? Yeah. Um... There's a, I can't even keep up with all the dolls. The dolls in the little little, so. Yeah, Asian doll. Asian doll was the best rapping one out of all of them. I thought. Cause I saw a couple of her videos. Yeah, she was snapping on one of them. I didn't like any of her music, so maybe that's why I didn't get through the rapping part. But yeah, so yeah, so she did that, and I haven't heard anything else from this beef. So. Well, Tori. He liked the, the he liked the beef, and he said this is fire. Oh, he liked her response. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah. So. You know why he did that? Because he probably is still fucking Dream Doll. Maybe. Well, she said you can't fuck niggas for free. Well, Dream Doll is definitely still fucking niggas for free. So. I don't know why. Why did she say that? Like, you know you're going to let a nigga you fuck for free. You can't fuck for free if he out here telling all of y'all business. How he licking. How he sucked the toes. To the what nationality is Dream Doll? She's just black? She's just black. She's, she's, I think she's mixed, actually. She's white and black. White and black? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think what. In, I think Dream Doll is just like nuts. Yeah. And so, like, Tory Lanez did that shit to fuck with her. Maybe. And so he, she responded to prove that. Yeah, he's very smart and calculated. She proved that she ain't no bitch, and he fucked with it. I, I respect it. I, I knew that shit wasn't like none. He I probably, do want to take some time to recognize the genius and king that Killer Mike is today. Most definitely. Killer Mike is just out here just being black excellence. At That's true. And he, like, I, like I've been watching a lot of interviews. We all have a lot of in, different interviews. We watch Trigger Warning. Yes, we do. Um, <clears throat> and he's inspired me a lot. Like, uh, as far as um, buying black and uplifting more of the black community. Because like, me and Aaron were saying, like, we didn't have that growing up. Like, we didn't have people in our corner, people saying, you know, it's a privilege to be black and all this stuff. Like, we didn't have any of that. So I'm, I'm just gaining that now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, and there was there were certain things that he said, um, you know, just different things that would stick with me, and how, especially like how how, um, and I'll go ahead and I'll say this, and the listeners can think whatever they want to think. But Let's talk about it. My uh, my, you know, my folks would tell me, "You look, oh, don't you bring no white girl home?" Yeah, my you my know, mom don't do that, and. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing where it was just like, look, um, white girls are the devil or anything like right. that. They weren't saying that. They were saying more so, more so. Look, find you a black woman that is gonna that is gonna share the same struggle that you had, that you've had, and that's gonna uplift uh, the family as you're supposed to uplift the people. Right. So. You know, it, it was funny. It was funny because back then, when things like that were said to me, um, I didn't take it as that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I had to grow up and actually hear the shit again and be like, "Oh shit!" So that's what y'all meant. Mm-hmm. You know, I never got any, never got any explanation behind it. You know, I would ask questions and they'd just be like, "Well, don't you bring no white girl?" Right. And well, I mean, as y'all know, if y'all know, I mean that shit happened. Yeah. I brought a white girl home. Right. <laughs> so. You know, it was kind of a, it was, uh, it was kind of one of those things where, um, I had to find out, I had to find out after the fact what they were talking about. You know, mm-hmm. it's more so, hey, you got black folks, we done going through a certain, 
a certain amount of things mm-hmm. um, as a people. We've gone through a certain amount of things as a family um, to keep things to keep things moving for us mm-hmm. as Black folk. Bring bring home somebody uh, that walks, talks, and acts like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's, that's what it was. Um, so yeah, for the listeners, that that's that's what it was. You know, it's not that my my folks were just racist or, or, or just hated white folk but like there's certain things that they were trying to do to uphold a family name there were certain things they were trying to do to uphold black folk and being as my grandparents went through the civil rights era um, survived the civil rights era uh, you know it was just that, that was their way of telling me hey do this but they weren't exactly all that articulate about mm-hmm. it. So I didn't quite understand that until now. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm in my 30s, you know, mm-hmm. figuring mm-hmm. shit out. So right. it's always it's always a constant learning lesson. That's what I'm no saying. matter how old you mm-hmm. are. So mm-hmm. you're always learning you something. You can always learn something. And I've been learning a lot from Killer Mike this week. Like, a lot of stuff I didn't even, never even thought about in the world before. So Yeah, most definitely. I just want to take a, a moment to just shout him out. He's doing good work. Um, I, was, I was thinking the other day, I was like, damn. Killer Mike was on Never Scared. <laughs> Nigga. Killer Mike been around for a while. I don't know, man. I I feel so phony watching, like, just looking for Killer Mike interviews after this trigger warning shit. Because I'm like, damn, I've been known about Killer Mike. Like, I've been known he was this way. And I just, you know, didn't watch any of his shit. Now that it's in my face and I can't ignore it. Now is the time that I want to do my research. I felt kind of fucked up about that. No, it's, it's better late than never. Like, you, you're getting the knowledge now. And at a certain point. We didn't have everything that we have now to be able to look him That's up. That's true. Right. You know, That's like, because what most of the motherfuckers that knew that he's like that back then knew him personally. Right. We don't know him personally. Right. right. Like now, we got technology to actually, you know, we can flip open the phone, flip open the phone, open the phone, mm-hmm. and and type in his name and mm-hmm. bam, there's Bunch interviews, there's mm-hmm. there's concerts, mm-hmm. there's. There's everything, you Yeah. Know? Well, the other thing that I, you know, because I felt like a bitch-ass nigga when I was listening to Pimp a Butterfly and Kendrick had that bar. He was like, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, niggas said they missed when motherfuckers was rapping. Motherfucker, if you did, then Killer Mike would be platinum. And I felt like a bitch because I was like, damn, I sure did see rap music came out and I just didn't listen. I sure haven't heard any Run the Jewels music at all. It's not bad. It's, no, it's I, I, yeah. I it kill him. I've been known that Killer Mike can rap. I just haven't heard any of it. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. I just felt like a bitch. So yeah, at some point I'm gonna have to go back and hear all that shit. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been doing great work. <coughs> he he also I've been getting the value of you know owning your own land and you know um, entrepreneurship yes. and um, he actually made me decide that the put the term on what I'm trying to do is being entre- entertainment entrepreneur is what I really want. But I'll get into that. That's a whole thing. But also, I was learning the fact that if we didn't um, rely on these outside in- entities, we'd be fucked. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to go out there and, and hunt and all that stuff. I don't know how to, to get my own food. Um, I don't know. Like, we're, we're city folk. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Most definitely. Like, so <laughs> it, it made me want to learn more about that. So I think that's the purpose of, con- of good content. I think good content can open your mind and make you want to make a change in your own life. Most so I, I applaud Killer Mike for all the good content that he's putting out now. Yeah. Um, Speaking of us as being city folk, I got a, I got a taste of uh, 
something outside of being a city boy. Uh, when I went to when I went to New Mexico mm-hmm. last year for vacation, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you know, just being out there on the ranch and seeing all the sheep and <laughs> uh, uh, there weren't any horses, but being out there with all of them, all of the sheep, the the, the cows, the mm-hmm. dogs, bears, mountain lions, and shit, um, and then just just the people like there was nobody out there. Yeah, there was. Nobody out there. Like it was cool to see people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cool how some of them, how some of them treated you, being that they hadn't seen you mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, look, that's one person compared to mm-hmm. where it being here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you got maybe like thirteen or fourteen people mm-hmm. that you got to see every day yeah. that treat you like shit. You gotta listen. You know, I don't. For me, and this is my ignorant mind, I don't want to live in a, in a world where the animals outnumber me. I'm not gonna move to a city where the animals outnumber. Cause I don't know what the fuck to do. Okay. I mean, if you go to New York, all them niggas is animals. So. I mean, I'm telling you, that's a good one. <laughs> but well, no, like Connecticut. I wanted to put a little spotlight on Mike. I, I do, like I said, I, I really enjoy his content. I love what he's doing now. And everybody, go watch Trigger Warning. It, it's for those who don't know, Killer Mike is um, an activist, a rapper, and he's using his voice to do good things in the black community. And raise awareness. So. He is. He is. Uh, so shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to David Banner for doing something similar. He is. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's not that there's just one guy no. out there in hip hop. There's actually a bunch of different guys out there in hip hop. Yeah. This is actually a part of what hip hop was all about yeah. when, it, when it first started. Um, so uh, it's it's really cool. It's really cool to know the elements of hip of hip hop and, and actually see them still surviving to this day, uh, especially with with artists like Killer Mike and. and uh, David Banner. So, uh, shout out to them. Shout out to the others that are that are still doing things, and keep keep rocking. Amen. Uh, I wanted you to get your activist shit off before I ask this question. Um, do you like David Banner's music? I like David Banner's music from back when we when we were growing up. I haven't heard I haven't heard much of it now except for the God Box. The God Box was okay. I, I will say the God Box was okay. He he. He got into more of the bag of being the conscious, and I hate to, I hate to even say that, but um, well, he, what he, he did back in the day, Like a Pimp. Mm-hmm. Like a I love Like a Pimp. I, I love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, now more so, he's now more so on the, the, the same type of shit that Common was on at a certain point. You know, he's, he's about uplifting the people and, and you know... Uh, just bringing consciousness to, to, to us as black folks. So. But I don't know. I feel like there's certain niggas I want to hear conscious rap from. And I don't think the nigga who made play and get like me, I don't know if I want to hear you talking about how the white man trying to keep us down. <laughs> right. That's just but me. But people can grow and evolve. Okay. Well, no, and uh, don't get me wrong. David Banner, probably 40-something. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would want to hear David Banner rapping about hoes and clothes. But at the same time, I, I, I don't know. Like, when you stand next to niggas who can actually rap, and then I'll be hearing David Banner, I'll be like, I don't know, man. This this ain't it, bro. I, I called Chief the other day. He told me it wasn't it. So. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I've, the way the way it's been playing out, I've, I've, I kind of went back and I did a little bit of, and not so much research, but digging for, you know, David Banner stuff. When the God Box came out, I, I, I did a little bit of digging. Um, and it seems like David Benner always been like this, cause he he I seen an interview where he was talking about 
he was talking about he was in college and I forget what college he went to. I think it was at HBCU. But uh, he went to college and ran for was a student body president or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and had this whole campaign and the campaign was flawless. So, like he mm-hmm. he got everything and, and and you know, was running things like he was like he was really going for a presidency, like a real presidency. And I was just like, yo, uh, man, he's got he's got a bunch of different degrees. Like he the way the way the way the way he spoke about it is like he's always been like this. Mm-hmm. It's just that at a certain point he ended up falling on hard times and had to had to make beats out of his van and he said uh, he said there's a couple of different beats um, that are popular songs right now, but they they they're beats that he made in his van. But you can hear cars going by in the in the actual uh, in the actual beat. So it's just like huh. So where we're thinking like it's shit that he's added to the beat. It's shit that's actually that's dropping actually by right. while he was recording. That's so. fire. So, oh yeah, because back then niggas had to make beats to like a set and shit like that. So you had to do I mean, live recording and yeah. Yeah, I mean he had all kind of shit going on. But like, point being is that he said he's always been like that. He's always been like that. He's always been for for bigging up black folk and and you know uh, getting the people better and you know just uplifting all around. You know? We need so, all that, okay? We do. We do. We need all that. That's true. Um, speaking of. We were talking about Trigger Warning, which is on Netflix. Yes. Did anybody catch a new Netflix show this week? I did. I did not. I, I Well, first, before we do that, just so the listeners know, lit or spent, how many how many flames for, for Trigger Warning? Oh, oh five. All five? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It just opens your mind so much more. Yeah. Especially the first episode is that hits you with a banger because it's like... There's really not a lot of black businesses to support, right? Especially where we are in Kansas, it's really not. Like, right. It's very scarce. Well, here's the other thing that I that I appreciate about Killer Mike. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that um, he ignorant. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah like yeah. he not he not preaching to you as a super entitled intelligent mm-hmm. black man. He a nigga from the south and he gonna say like he smoke weed, he's in the strip club about half them episodes. He's relatable. I feel mm-hmm. like that's like this is somebody I feel like a cousin or a brother that's mm-hmm. might relate to on a real level. But at the same time is on CNN arguing with the white people yeah, too. He graduated right? from Morehouse. Like he's a smart, intelligent person, but he's just relatable. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the niggas like and polit- like politicians and stuff like that in suits and stuff like that. I couldn't relate to Barack Obama. I, I, of course, I love him and I think he was great for the little history. But I relate to Killer Mike because I get it. I feel like he's... I could talk to him like a normal person. Does that make sense? Like if you've seen him on the yeah, street, she'd be like, what up, my nigga? What up, Mike? Like that type of thing. Right. Like, so. I mean, you've seen in one of the episodes he was on the street or uh, the one with sleep. And he's yeah. in the street, and somebody's like, "What the fuck you doing, Mike?" Yeah. Like you, you can tell that niggas know him. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's okay. trying, and he's he's out to make you know black people better. We need yeah. more of our men in hip hop, black men in hip hop, to do that. Yeah, for real. Like Tip does a good job of doing that. Yes, he does. Like yes, yeah, does. He, like all them, big boy, all of them. They do they do a great job of that. So being relatable. Right. So I dig it. Um, Netflix. To answer your question with Netflix, I started watching you. Um, oh. Such what episode are you on? I am on episode five. Okay, I knew it. <laughs> you can't stop at the first one, you. nigga. Yeah, look, the first episode, I was like, yo. Right. What, what Spoiler got me, alert. Right. 
What got me? What got me was the inner the inner dialogue of the guy of Joe. Yeah. The inner dialogue yeah. is what drew me in. Yeah. Because he's sitting back and he's he's dealing with life and I, and and like he's saying one thing and looking another way mm-hmm. while he's saying it. Well, then inside of his head, we get to hear all of the shit that he's thinking mm-hmm. about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, if this ain't me at work, right? <laughs> it's like, cause I I totally be sitting there. Customers come up and say some old goofy shit, or, or employees come up some old goofy shit, and I'm just like, oh god, here's this funky fucker, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, some right. old weird shit right. like that. But I, the the other part of it was is that it's just a, it, it seems like a really cool story. It's almost, dare I say it, it's almost like a weird version of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. because, yeah. especially because. Um, at a certain point, you start hearing inner dialogue from old girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Beck. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was just like, huh, okay. The last episode, five episode, gonna fuck you up. I'm just letting you know right now. For that, I'm ready um, for that. I'll probably end up watching those tonight when I go home. Fun fact about you huh? is that um, it first premiered on Lifetime. Really? Um, yes, it was a Lifetime show. Um, it got very low ratings. Okay. So they canceled it. They put it on Netflix, and it's like one of the top five shows. Nice. What does that mean? That well, means that it should have been on Netflix. No. Well, oh, yeah. What it means yeah. is that niggas don't watch Lifetime. Niggas don't watch cable. That's true. Niggas don't, like, the further, as the years go by, I see less and less people with cable. I really do. It's really like my old, like, old people with cable. Yeah. It's just because they, they want a cable. I don't really see us younger people having cable. I think cable is going to become obsolete in the next five years. I do. I see that happening. Next five to ten years. Or maybe you'll bundle it up with something new. Something like that, because the streaming finna, services is killing. Yeah, because you know they finna they finna drop the the five G shit now. What? Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. They are they are they're moving up to five G. A whole new slate of phones coming out. Yeah, it's gonna be all that bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. So you let us spin so far. I know you finished it, but um, I would I would give it I would give it. Three flames right now, just for It'll the fact be five that when you're done. I haven't, I haven't finished it. <laughs> It'll and and you're probably right. I yeah. probably, you probably will be five when I'm done. So I'll, maybe, maybe I'll give it three and a half. Okay. Three and a half flames. Um, this Let week it. I did watch a new. Sh- it's not a show. It's really just like a movie, I guess. I don't know. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. And when I tell you, this shit will piss you off so bad. I'm gonna give a short synopsis. Basically, it's a family. They live in Idaho. They have a next door neighbor that moves in um, with his family. He gets really close to their family, blah, they, blah, they, blah. Goes to church with them, all that type of stuff. He took a very particular liking to one of their kids. They had three kids. And um, it was a sick and twisted liking. Mm. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that because everything else I'm going to give away. It is a great, it's really will reel you in. It's a really cool movie, but it's going to piss you off really badly. Yeah, I'm going like, to check that shit out. Like, the first two minutes, I'm, like, the first two minutes are going to piss you off. So, yeah, it, it's it's a really, really, check that out. I give it five out of five. It's lit. I fucks with it. It just really is going to piss you the fuck off, like, the whole time. And the twists in it are crazy. Like, shit you wouldn't even expect, but... Again, I, I definitely recommend that y'all Netflix is called Abducted in Plain Sight. It's gonna piss you off, but just try to push through it. 
Just try to push through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check that out. You gotta, y'all, y'all have to check that shit. That shit is crazy. Um, What's it called again? Um, abducted in plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week we also had a story that came out about um, Empire actor Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. It was a hate crime against him. The story is he was in Chicago. Two AM. He was leaving the club, going to the subway to get a sandwich, um, and he was attacked by two men in the. Wait, wait, wait. Two AM. He was going to subway. He was going to subway. Well, subway is twenty four hours in bigger cities. Um, <laughs> he was going to go get a sandwich or whatever. Two men in MAGA hats, make America great again hats. Trump supporters basically um, said, "Are you that faggot nigger from um, Empire?" Um, he kept walking. And they went behind him, put a noose around his neck, poured bleach on him, and said, I gotta get this part right. He kept throwing racial slurs and stuff at him and said, this is new America, this is MAGA. This is MAGA country. Yeah. Um, and beat him up and left. There have been there's surveillance footage and stuff from this. Um, but there's a lot of people saying that they don't believe this story. It's, it doesn't. Damn, I thought right. I was gonna have the hot take. Cause yeah, it's 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 coming out. When I first heard, it, I believed it, just just off the fact of we do live in a scary time. Yeah. And it is possible things like this can happen. Right. But um, the more and more facts that came out, the more and more that I was hearing, some stuff didn't happen. There is a, apparently a record he has out. And immediately after the story broke, Taraji P. Henson was telling people to go stream this song. In her message of support to him, the last couple lines were, go stream his new song. Apparently in the video, because he said there's going to be a video soon about all of this. That's weird to me as well. Apparently in the video, there's a clip of him in the news. So this might just be a whole publicity stunt, which is a fucking terrible one. But I don't put nothing past people these days. It was However, like small details like he had the noose on his neck 45 minutes after the attackers left and claimed that it was because he didn't want to tamper with evidence. There's also a story, a conspiracy theory going around that he was at the gay bar, at the club, um, and hit on somebody hit boyfriend, on somebody's boyfriend and then the two niggas, the two followed, niggas followed, him followed, him, followed him and fought him. And that's why he was beat up, but he's putting out this story instead. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff going around. Like I said, it, it's sad that we live in a world that people just put things like this out, and we have to be skeptical about it. Because, um, like I said, I would love to show support, because I don't agree with none of that shit if that really happened. Fuck you, niggas. I hope y'all burn in hell. But I'm skeptical. I don't think it was a hate crime. I think two gay people beat him up for uh, trying to hit on somebody's dude. I think more will be revealed. For sure. Speaking of beat up, I don't know if y'all saw the story today, but your boy Bowiezy out here beating up bitches. No, nope, that's not what happened. Nah, that's that that's he. Not what happened. Well, that's what the, that's what I saw that said. Let me tell you this because I've been reading on that too. Here's what happened. Yes, I missed all that. Bow dating a young lady. Her name is Kiyomi Leslie. She's an Instagram model. He is this the same one that was on the show? With yes. Him? Okay. They are broken up, but they got back together. Um, they're together by a while. Right. They went to some sort of event together. They came back to the hotel. It was for Super Bowl events this weekend. She got upset that he was going to events without her. 
Mind you, their whole relationship, if you watch growing up hip hop, is very toxic. Mm-hmm. They argue a lot. It's it's a it's very just it's, it's they shouldn't even be together type of shit. So she got upset at the fact that he was going to all these events without him. So she picks up a lamp and slams it in his face. Oh shit. Yes. She proceeds to continue beating his ass because she is bigger than him, but Bow Wow's little, so the fuck. Um, and then, me and Bow Wow probably the same height, no cap. Probably. Um, Shout out to the short niggas. Short nigga Biddy. Um, so she proceeds to beat his ass. The cops are called, and if you see in the mug shots, she does not have a scratch on her. But his and face Bow-Wow is fucked up. up. Yeah. However, because social media is a fucking black hole, everybody's clowning Bow Wow for the fact that he looks like he's fucked up and she's not. Now, if it would have been the other way around and she had a black eye or a fucked up mouth, lip or something, he would have been a woman beater. Mm-hmm. So why are we applauding and saying, oh, I'll be laughing at Bow Wow saying, ha ha, you got beat the fuck up and she doesn't have a scratch on her. When y'all know, y'all crucible, this is cancel culture. Y'all would cancel him in a heartbeat. Niggas been dying to cancel Bow Wow too. So he's pressing charges. I don't, like I said, I don't agree with nobody putting their hands on anybody, woman or man. You don't put, you don't even put your hands on nobody, period. Whether you're a woman beating a man or a man beating a woman, don't put your hands on people. That's just me. That's how I look at it. I agree with it. So, that's the story. Well, that's not, that's not, to be honest, that's nothing you can disagree with. What type of bitch ass niggas would be like, Well, there's certain women that be like, um... Well, I can put my hands on you, but you better not touch me. That there's women that have nah. that mentality. You hit me in the face with a lamp, I'm knocking you the fuck out. Sorry, sweets. That's another Sorry, sweets. topic because people are like, well, it's a woman, you shouldn't put your hands on her no matter what. Sorry, and sweets. You, you, he, she picked up a lamp and beat him with it. He looked like Catwoman got mad at him. Like, he got scratches across his face. Nah, he didn't see shit. Let me show you this shit. He got scratches all across his face. fucked him up. A lamp, my nigga? Hold on. She Look, him up. Let me, let me, and we're not gonna say no names when I show y'all this picture okay. and we talk about this. Okay. But y'all she remember, hit you with this. <laughs> she picked up crazy. and beat his ass. Fuck you. Y'all remember when I was looking like this, right? Yeah. Yes. And I, y'all came and seen me in the hospital yes. and whatnot. Yeah, we, took you to the yeah. we took you to the hospital. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is what Bow Wow looked like. I know. I know. He mad as fuck. I know he mad as fuck. Oh, he has also has you can't see in the picture, he has fractured rib from this as well. Did she stomp his ass? I don't like, know what she did, but she got a fucked I mean, I hate to laugh at that, but like damn. She fucked him up. She fucked him up. Yeah, so she has a he has a fractured rib. He's already bailed out. She might still be in bail, I'm not sure, but yeah. Um he has a gash in his neck, um, and a gash on his side of his body, one side, and then the other side is the, the rib is fractured. And she hit him with a lamp in the face. So, domestic violence, male or female, is horrible. It is. It so, is. you put your hands on me. I will say, as a woman, I'm going to say this is controversial, my listeners, but I'm going to keep it real with you. This is just my opinion. As a woman, if you put yourself in a position to put your hands on a man, you have to expect him to react in whatever way. You don't get, you don't have any say so in how he reacts. You don't. You really don't. You don't have any say so in how he reacts. So that's why you shouldn't put your fucking hands on somebody that you know is physically going to be stronger than you. Um, 
Here's the thing. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg said something on this a while back. I forget exactly why she was saying it or what case she was saying it for, but um, it, it might have been it might have been the whole Jay Z and um, Beyonce little sister thing. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It might have been that. It might have been something else too. Mm-hmm. But in either case, you know, we were we were always told as kids, you know, if somebody hit you, hit them back. Right. Right. Um, why would that be any different? Correct. At, of with us as adults. Correct. Because because of the right. Just like the whole racial well, culture thing. Well, right, else, so. right. But at the same but time, we always that, that, that that one reaction, somebody swing at you, whether they connect or not. Your 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 first thought after that is, let me go ahead and square the fuck up. Because you got to think. actually do it or not. It's fight or flight at that point. Exactly. And you, you got to think. And the thing that motherfuckers don't realize is like, you don't know where niggas is from. Exactly. Like, you don't know what side of town niggas from or nothing like that. Like, you yeah. run up on a wrong nigga like that. I don't care if you with him or not. That nigga going to forget where he at. Right. right. So, right. so I, don't, I mean, you, you seeing. And also, I, I'm noticing. And I mean, I guess obviously the way I introduced this shit is, is just telling of what it is. But people are flipping the story to say that he was assaulting her, and I'm like, fam, look at his face. That's the quickest. That's what they do. They always they always go to the man. The man is always going to be the wrong and the aggressor in every situation, no matter what. Yeah. But when you break it down and go through the facts, he didn't lay a finger on her. Is what we're what I'm saying. She beat his ass. Which I commend him for it. Because like I said, a lamp, my that nigga? Takes, I can't even imagine how much mental strength that takes to just sit there. Y'all didn't see it because we don't have cameras yet. But I went and picked up my lamp. A lamp, my nigga? Nah. Not me. Hit me with a because lamp? He, because he wouldn't take her to Super Bowl parties with him. Think about that. That's stupid. That's the most pettiest shit I've ever heard in my life. I can understand you being mad. Yes. I can understand you being mad. But not mad enough to pick up a lamp and slam it in his face or, or fracture his rib. Not that mad. It's not that deep, sweetheart. I know you're young. I think she's like 24, 25. Get a fucking grip. You're an idiot. Like, you, you're an idiot. I just think it's fucked up. 30-something. It's like 31, 31, 32. But yeah, so that's what's happening. He just bailed out of jail not too long ago today. $8,000 bond. Obviously, it's going to be a Wait, court Wait, he in jail? He hurt. They were both in jail. Oh, they were both, okay. Domestic after, violence. Basically, after the police sat with both of them and got their stories, they decided to arrest both of them. Okay. Um, And he bailed him, because he has money, he bailed himself out of jail. I think she still might be there. But, yeah, it's it's toxic. Get, get out of toxic situations. Yes. Stay clear of them. Stay clear of them, especially with them, them. because their whole relationship, if you like, I said, if you watch the show, their whole relationship is very, very toxic. Where he in the street cussing out, cussing her out, security having to pull him off of her type of shit, all because she wasn't paying attention to him that night when that happened. She's a toxic person. Wait, he gets paid to go to these parties, don't he? Yeah. This is my nigga was my nigga was working. Work. He was working. And you mad because he won't take you. Like, it's, she, she needs to grow up. We gotta stop that. She needs to grow up. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, it came out also today. Also. If we go back, Takashi 69 was arrested. That nigga snitching. He snitching. He snitched on everybody. Takashi snitching. He snitched. Now, that was the debate for a long time. It was like, is he gonna snitch? Is he not gonna snitch? That nigga snitching. He chose to snitch. And you know what? And also, before he got, he decided to... 
bulk of security around his mom because he fears that his mom's life's in danger and his child's life's in danger from him snitching. What, Aaron? <laughs> Who is he snitching on him? Treyway, nigga, stupid. So all his, so all his, all his clips. Continue. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. What? <laughs> Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Fuck no. You know why I'm not snitching? Because ain't nobody going to shoot at me, nigga. Like, I'm not doing shit for niggas to shoot at me. I'm chilling. No, I don't know nobody that wants to shoot he at me. He take his parents, his mom, and his daughter back to Mexico. Stupid! Wait, that's where you from? Is Mexico? He's Mexican. Yeah, they're from Mexico. Oh, my fault. You thought this whole time Takashi 69 was black? <laughs> no, I didn't think he was black. <laughs> I just thought he was, yeah, I thought he was Well, he grew up in New York, so he was born in Mexico. He moved here when he was like two or three. So, oh, I mean, okay. technically, but his mom, his family, they all are from Mexico and immigrated here. So, yeah. Well, he had a good run as a career. He trying. Stupid. <laughs> like, I understand. Like I said, he still could get less than 47 years if he goes to trial and they say they knock it down because he snitched. But um, I think he's just like, look, I'm trying to have a rap career. I'm trying to make millions of dollars. And if I got a snitch on you, I'm going to snitch on you. It's look, Takashi 69 will not have a rap career. Let me tell let me, let me tell the listeners how this is going to work out. So Takashi 69, when he gets out, he no longer has a record deal, right? Oh. Because he's going to be dropped from Treyway, yeah. right? If he, if the niggas that are in the Treyway camp are as gangster as they say they is, Takashi will not make it six months. Somebody's going to kill him. Yeah, he better go. Like I said, go back to if, Mexico. If niggas find out, I mean, first of all, we, we do we do have to put a, a grain of salt on this and say that this is still all alleged. All alleged. All um, alleged. We, we do not have paperwork. Only thing that's not alleged is that he actually snitched. Oh, so that that's, that's what I was confirmed. talking about. Oh no, that's confirmed. He snitched. So there's paperwork on Takashi. Paperwork Tekashi. saying he snitched. Yes. Okay. That's out. That's how I saw it. I read the whole thing. Okay. Takashi is Takashi is going to die. And as, as as grim and as forward as that sounds, Takashi is going to die. He will not safely live as a snitch unless they put that nigga in a witness, witness protection, protection. program. Mm-hmm. Which here's the problem with that. You, you have six nine tattooed on you mm-hmm. sixty nine times. Mm-hmm. Like, stupid. <laughs> Dumbass. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Yeah, no. You're going to come home to. A bullet, nigga. Yeah. Fuck out of here. They're going to find your no bitch ass. Yo, let me let me let the listeners who are, are not privy to certain things, nigga, what snitching is. Snitching is when you are involved in something illegal and when you get caught so that you don't have to do the time, you tell on the people that were involved with you. Snitching is not when someone beats your ass in the street to the point to where you almost die and then you tell the police who did it. That is not snitching. Snitching is when you were involved in the crime and you don't want to do the time. So now to get a lesser sentence, you are going to give up your people that were involved in the crime with you. If Takashi 69 was provoking some niggas who clearly don't give a fuck, Chief yeah. Keith ain't never gave a fuck. Ever, ever. Chief Keith was spending rap money to catch flights just to fuck 69 up. Yeah. Y'all, y'all heard about Lil Reese, right? I know about Lil Reese. Look.
Anyways, uh, Lil Jojo, a Chicago rap nigga, got on Twitter one day. And he apparently was upset with Chief Keef for whatever reason and tweeted, fuck Lil Reese and fuck Chief Keef. And then four hours later, he was dead. Oh, shit. Yeah, them niggas don't play. You go to his Twitter right now. His last tweet is, fuck Chief Keef and fuck Lil Reese. That's his last tweet. Wow. Niggas, niggas, four hours later. That Matter of fact, right after that, or... yeah, right after that, Keef or Reese, I can't remember which one, FaceTimed him laughing. He said, nigga, we gonna kill you. You're going to die. And then four hours later, he was on the street, like on the corner of some shit, and niggas drove by and shot him. He's dead now. Oh, is this the one where he was on, he was on uh, what Facebook Live or something? And no, Facebook Live wasn't out yet. This was a while ago. Oh, okay. It was a while ago, and that's what I'm saying. Like this, like niggas can say what they want, but some of these niggas in this rap shit really will fuck you up. Yeah. And you fucking with a nigga who is known, like, cause it's some street shit. Like you can't prove that Chief Keep, Keep did it. No, but niggas, niggas know Chief Keep killed, you know that, or had somebody do it for him. Most definitely. So I mean, at the end of the day, a nigga ends up dead because he just says "fuck you," and then Takashi gets in the fucking Instagram video like a dumbass and says "fuck Chief Keef and "fuck all them niggas," "fuck them niggas in Chicago," all this other shit, right? That's why they were him. So he flies to L.A. and posts that he's flying to L.A. Chief Keef just gets on his IG story and says, "In oh, L.A." LA. Like, like bro, I'm gonna so find funny. your bitch ass. Like, that's why I don't, I don't get involved in that street shit. You know, you're not controlling me over no bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Like, you stupid motherfucker. What are you doing? So you thought you was gangster because you was around a bunch of niggas that said they was gangster. And I only say it like that because we don't know them niggas' no. track records. We ain't in New York. We don't know them niggas at all. So I mean, right. it is what it is. That's not to disrespect nobody. You know, they just say what they is, and until proven otherwise, I'm forced to believe you. But you was around a bunch of niggas. And that said they was something. And so you was like, all right, I guess I'm something now. So you're doing all this blood walk shit and all this other shit. And you think you hard. And then you fuck with a nigga who don't give a fuck about no gang shit or nothing like that. He's going to shoot your fucking face off. And then you end up getting in a situation where now you got to do down, sit down and do some time. And you got to force yourself into proving how much of a bitch you are. Like, yeah, because you snitched. So now. Come on, dog. Yeah, come on, dog. And you so is your family. You know what makes it so bad is that... uh Takashi sat down with Fat Joe and a few other people and they was trying to tell him, yo, you need to chill out. Yeah, 50 Cent even told him. Yeah, 50 Cent to calm too. the fuck down. And as soon as that nigga... told him, calm the fuck down. And as soon as that nigga went to jail, 50 Cent stopped fucking with him. He did. We ain't heard peep out of... Uh, we ain't heard shit about Takashi 6 9 in like three weeks. No. no, it was longer than that. It was like a month and some change. Because he went to jail right before Christmas, didn't he? He went to jail, no. It was like... Because his album came out. It was right before, a week before his album came out. So, yeah, probably November. Like, November time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yo, right before Christmas. It's February and you're already snitching. Come on, bro. Because mm-hmm. he did the Breakfast Club interview. Um, and the next day he went to prison. So, yeah. Stop that shit. Yeah. That's that trolling true. online, all that niggas will see you. Like, don't do that. Look, the music. Let the music be the music. There you, you go. Know, make some music. Make it. Thank you. Cut that gangster shit out. Facts, that's not okay. Because y'all niggas really ain't got the stomach for it. Y'all not about it, so just cut the shit out. Anything else we need to get to? Anything else you want to talk um, about? I had a list. Oh, I had a list. Look, you got the stiffy out. <laughs> there <you go>. Stupid! <laughs> Too bad, I like his music, too bad. Yeah, but I mean, now him and Bobby Schmurter can get to know each other a little bit better. Him and Bobby Schmurter are cool, so. Oh, we didn't watch the Nick Cannon thing. I, 
Honestly, I don't want to watch shit Nick Cannon do until take that fucking turban off. I'm just keeping it a bean with y'all. Listen, me, child of God. I don't know. God telling that nigga to take that stupid shit off. Anyway. Uh, y'all got any shout outs? Uh, shout out to our listeners. Because you guys are great. Most definitely. And we appreciate you. Most That's definitely. about it for me with shout outs. Okay. Reese, you got any shout outs? No. I just, you know, Marcy Anthony done Shout out to Shock. Hey. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Just shout out to Shock. What's, What's up, man? Shock. What's up, man? Shout out to Shock. How you doing? Uh, you good. I got a couple. <laughs> Let's Obviously. talk about it. Let's talk. Uh, first off, shout out to Baby Ruth at Midwest Blends. Always, How you always. Doing you know my, my my barber, my barber is dope. Hashtag that shit. Yeah, you know I might actually put that on a t shirt. I don't know. My barber is dope. My I barber is dope. Um, I actually I'm gonna experiment with some some new shit next time I go see her. Actually, okay. that's gonna be this coming weekend. Okay. Excuse me, but uh, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Baby Ruth. She supports. Uh, last time I saw her, she uh, she had the the T-shirt on that had the Uncut Podcast written across the front of it. I was like, yo. Which let me insert here, tpublic.com. Go in the search box, type in Uncut Podcast. All of our shit will show up. Go get you some. That's a fact. Yes. Cop you some joints, son. Go get you some. Um, and then uh, shout out to, shout out to, uh, I don't even know what to call them. I was gonna call them family, but I guess they family. Um, shout out to shout out to to Train D. Hey girl. Shout out to Coral and Kendra. How y'all doing? Thank you for y'all support. Yes, thank you for purchasing some merch and wearing it and prepping us out there. We appreciate Way you. Way out in Nevada, in the desert. We girl. appreciate you. And y'all can get like them if you go to tpublic.com, click the search box, type in Uncut Podcast. And all of our shit will show up. I'm going to say that again probably here soon. But yeah, just so y'all get it in your fucking mind. Get our merch. It's <laughs> Yes, please, please, please let us, you know, show us uh, your support when, when it comes to the merch. Uh, we're trying to we're, we're trying to put together some new things for y'all. We are. Throw up there. But we, we are. know that y'all feeling what's going yeah. on. That way we can actually move forward with this. Absolutely. Um, I feel like there was one other shout out that I was supposed to have. Oh, shout out to, shout out to Joe. Um. Italian uh, stallion. Italian stallion. That's a fact. That's my guy right there. Uh, he, uh, his kids, uh, all three of his kids actually had birthdays um, within two months of each other. I believe that's right. Damn, he got so, all the money spent. Yeah, right, right. Uh, his kid, I, I, I gotta admit, his kid got something. His his oldest kid got something really cool. It was a little scooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember. I forget what they were called back when I was a kid, but there were these little scooters that you could sit on. Mm-hmm. And you could wiggle, and they would. Oh move yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. His kid got a toy that looked exactly like that. Mm. Only thing was, it had a motor in it. Mm. So you can press a button, and that bad boy, that bad boy, just take off, and it went like six miles per hour. So I was like, "Yo, just drive that motherfucker to work." I'm Thanks. saying, I'm saying, this this little thing was cool. Um, and uh, the thing was, it had it had the one wheel in the back that was hooked up to the motor and then the two wheels in the front and then it had a wheel on either side a smaller wheel on either side mm-hmm. so you could lean and turn and whatnot i it dig was it a pretty dope little scooter and then it had a little flag in the back and whatnot too so it was cool it was cool the first night that he uh 
his little kid got in, got onto it, and you know tried to take off. He was moving like maybe two inches and mm-hmm. then stopping, two inches and stopping. Mm-hmm. The next day, he had a video up on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Kid took off and was driving around. Cause they they live in like this area where it's like a, a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, this house is built around a circle. And there's like an open field, so mm-hmm. they can stand out on the, on their porch and see everything mm-hmm. like all the way across the the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So kiddo took off out the driveway, went around the curb, and you can just see him going all around uh, around that little circle there. So like it, it was really cool. That's dope. Um, kiddo enjoyed it. All the other, uh, his brother and sister, or I guess not his brother, but his sister enjoyed it. And then uh, all of the other cousins that were there at the house, they enjoyed it too. It was, mm. it was nice. It was nice. I was there at uh, their birthday party last week, so uh, it was a really cool thing. Dopeness. Yeah, so shout out to shout out to Joe and, oh, shout out to Joe and Tina. I think I actually said this last week, but shout out to Joe and Tina for uh for supporting us as well they yes bought, they bought shirts oh yeah i appreciate y'all yeah Talk appreciate with y'all. thank y'all. y'all and again tpublic.com search box uncut podcast click it and all of our shit will fuck the fuck up i feel like i'm goku <laughs> all right y'all well we're gonna get up on down here from 69 episode 69 she blew my mind 69 times I feel like we should have Pinky. Oh damn, that's funny because this is episode sixty nine, and this is the uh, episode where we find out that Takashi snitched. Uh, oh, we amazing! We the best podcast out here, bitch. Fuck what you heard. We the best. <laughs> Lord. God damn. Anyway, that took a lot out of me. Pause. I feel like we should have. I feel like we should have Pinky and Takashi oh, as the cover for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Takashi just so he could keep up with the theme snitched on 69 people. He might have. You know what, guys? <laughs> We're gonna leave. It's your girl Morgan Alexis in the building again. We appreciate y'all listening. Buy our merch. Click play. Tell your grandma, your sister, your cousin, your boo thing about our podcast. We appreciate y'all. You gotta tell your boo thing. Yes. Got, gotta tell the boo thing. Yes. Boo thing. Is where our audience just flourishes. And I've been saying this for a long time. When I'm ready, the video comes back. Word up, word up. It's your boy, A Shaw. The funky walker, dirty talking, another than Scrubzilla in the building, killing shit. And it's your man, Mari Santini, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees. Also, nigga has this shit sound like mac and cheese. I feel like I'm Goku. And we out, y'all. I never thought I'd have to question where you man enough. Long letters, how the streets got the best.